You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Welcome to level 14 of the Nintendo Club Podcast. Join me today is John Armour. Welcome, John. Hey, Tim. What's up? Nothing much. It's Labor Day weekend here in the States. It sure is. It's I'm, it's I'm fun. laboring away, yeah. <laughs> laboring away. I've been laboring away on Majora's Mask this week, so I'll have to tell you about that. I know it's your favorite Zelda, so. Oh, it's the best Zelda. I'm playing some Super Mario Brothers U right now on my gamepad because it's easy to play without thinking. So very cool. <laughs> so you're playing while doing the show. Yeah, I am playing while doing the show. Mario is something I've been doing since I was four or five, so I can pretty much play these levels and talk and be pretty okay. Okay. Just mind your button <laughs> presses kinda... by the mic. I wonder if you can hear my I, control I can. clicking. Okay. I can. <laughs> That's why I said mind the button presses, because, yeah. Yeah, I tried out the type on my keyboard, same, same yeah, me, time. Me too. Yeah. I, I put away my uh, magic, or my mighty mouse, or whatever, the, they're magic now. My magic yeah. mouse during the show, because it clicks too much, so I just use my trackpad, because it's quieter. Yeah. So, um, as far as the show, so just some updates for everybody. Um, I'm going to be adding to the, the show network, so to speak, the club with Aaron uh, Rivera uh, and doing a focused show every week for like 30 minutes, just talking about a single topic. And we record our first kind of beta uh, just now, so that's going to be going up. And video is in progress and will probably be coming to this show as well as the other show. Uh, mm. on my YouTube channel so you can see our lovely faces and <laughs> see we, we can hold up some lovely accessories and uh, props throughout. So if you're into that, my YouTube channel is where that'll be. I may uh, provide that elsewhere for your YouTube if you'd like access and stuff like that. So. Yeah, and props to Aaron. It was his idea, right? Yeah, Aaron uh, Aaron wrote me emails. I got some ideas and I said, hey, let's try this. Um, um, and so, yeah, uh, the club is officially a club instead of just me and you. <laughs> cool, I like it. So, uh, a lot happened in the Nintendo world this week. This is the week uh, of the 2DS and all those announcements that we did a whole special about. Um, I wanted to open the show with some rants on people outside the gaming industry thinking they know their stuff. <laughs> uh, all this okay. 2DS crap and Wii U crap that everyone had to go with. So, um, first off, um, Tim Robertson, who is the... Um, who runs this whole network uh, that this podcast is on does the tech fan podcast. I love, I love you, Tim. Um, but, um, and they were generally positive about the 2ds and that outlook, but um, uh, there was still a lot of crack and crap that I thought was kind of crazy. He doesn't believe uh, that we will ever take off that they're going to have to do a new home console in the, in like two years. There's a lack of games uh, when in fact, it's basically like he doesn't have a he doesn't like any of the games Nintendo is creating for the Wii U right now, which I can understand, but I sort of can't. It's like um, once you buy the Wii U type thing. Um, they're also claiming the 3DS wasn't really a takeoff success when it's sold over like 32 million, and the 2DS, you know, um, is like a last ditch effort to save it, which is ridiculous. Um, yeah, uh, people people got spoiled by the Wii and its immediate success because that doesn't happen. It's a all. rarity. It, yeah. It's pretty rare. And people, I think, forget that the original DS, when it came out, it was the DS Fat. It wasn't DS Lite. It didn't sell too well either when it first came out. It took a while for that thing to take off, but it ended up being one of the best, if not yeah. one of the best game consoles ever, best libraries ever. So Yeah, and he, um, he plays his PS3 more, ten times more. 
but he only has three Wii U games. And you're not going to play games if you don't own any games. If you only have three games, that's the reason you're not playing it. Um, well, I agree with him there. That is that is a problem. But I think it's a problem that Nintendo has done a pretty vocal job of addressing these past few months. Yeah, but I'm look. I've got twelve to thirteen games in my Wii U library. Like, there's games. They're not all, you know. Brand new, exciting games. Some of them are ports and stuff, but they're still fun. But uh, yeah, he's a guy that has all these systems. He's a game collector. He showed me a picture. He's like twenty game consoles all hooked up to his TV <laughs> right now. So, um, but yeah, I guess my, yeah, my uh, kind of uh, bigger issue is that you know he he's not a kid at heart. It sounds like by the type of games he he likes. So perhaps yeah. that's just yeah. I also saw a news story. I forgot which news network it was. Where they were just talking about the Wii U and how they're they're they were criticizing how Nintendo dropped the price on the Wii U, but it's still a month out. So they're just like, you know, why would I go out and buy a Wii U this, you know, the next twenty days? Which they're right. That, that's true. That's a, yeah, that's you true. wouldn't. Um, um, but, but you're you know, gonna have was, a whole lot of people lined up ready to get it on September twentieth. Exactly, and they just, you know, they 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 were just looking at such a short, you know, this is this two week time period of this the Wii U's is, lifespan. This when is they the rebirth sh- of the Wii U, yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Definitely. And, and pretty much, um, I think almost every Nintendo system has had a rebirth <laughs> at some point. Yeah. Most, most of them have, at least the, in the past decade. And uh, he brought up something about the iOS apps, and Nintendo needs to jump on that bandwagon, and 2DS maybe killing the 3DS, and it's like, no, 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 it's a part of that lineup. But, yeah. No, I mean, it's that's... I'm, the. There was some pretty cool news about a. Uh, I should look up the developer before I start talking about them. About a chess game that is on iOS, but is also coming to Wii U, and it's going to be cross-platform. And Nintendo is pretty open to having cross-platform games, apparently. So, you know, you don't need to jump on the iOS bandwagon. You just need to invite those developers over to your side and say, "We have a platform for you as well here." And you know, you can do some interesting things here, it's just like you can do some interesting things on a tablet or something like that. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the, the other criticism I, I saw, I was most angry at John Gruber this week, the Apple guy. Um, I follow him for Apple News, not his opinions on gaming, which he's not really into that market much. Um, and he thinks, since he knows so much about Apple and that kind of ecosystem, that he knows about Nintendo. So um, he was on the bandwagon that they should split their development efforts between iOS and Nintendo, which would make, which would reduce the output on Nintendo's own hardware, which they need to do more of rather than less of. Yeah, no, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, and you reduce the value of their franchises if you put them on other systems. And yeah, it's it's app, Nintendo is the Apple of gaming. They they make their own hardware and apps and games for their own stuff because that's how the good get. That's how great development is done. You're serious about your own hardware, you know? Yeah, I mean, I agree completely. Taking, I mean, you just—I was even talking about with a friend today at work about this. They're just—you just can't do some games with touch. You need buttons, and Nintendo is in a position where they make a ton of games first party. They design the hardware to go with the games they want. So it's not just controls; it's the whole CPU and graphics yeah, card you own. It really that, is, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. John Gruber, I love you, man, but stop talking about Nintendo. <laughs> I, you know, talk about Leave baseball, yeah. talk about Apple. Yeah. We'll talk about Nintendo. You and talk then, about yeah. 
Sports. And then AVC called it the two Ds and the three Ds for the like. It's cool that it's it's about the good thing and the bad thing. Like it's cool that Nintendo owned this press week of everybody talking about Nintendo again, both general media with like NBC and ABC as well as mm-hmm. some other industries. So that was a good thing. But that thing you have all these uneducated people talking about Nintendo. <laughs> well, talking's good either way. Talking. Yeah, either way. Yeah, press is good either way. So. It's good. It's not like when they go out and talk about, you know, other companies like Apple and stuff, they know what the heck they're talking about then either. So. Yeah, they don't. That also aggravates me. It's like, <laughs> it's not going out, not down right now. You're stupid people. So anyways, enough ranting group. I, yeah, I've had some aggravation this week, but I also have had some wonderful things this week. So yeah, uh, let's get to your first topic and uh, done with the negative and ranting. So. <laughs> okay. My first topic would be Animal Crossing. Because that's what I've been playing. That's <laughs> this a great what I've been game. Playing the past few days, yeah. So, uh, anything new going on in your town? I've got a new person moving, and it looks pretty cool. It's a penguin, <gasps> so I'm excited. A penguin. I love penguins. So, oh, that's awesome. How did how did this person come about? They just roll he up in just your town. Moved in, yeah. How many people do you have in your town now? Uh, let me load up Animal Crossing, and I'll give you an answer in a couple seconds here. Cool. So, I also have a new person that moved in. This person's name is Drake. He's a duck. He's the first duck I've encountered in Animal Crossing. I met him through my campsite, He's and he's the first person I've actually asked to move into my town. Now, how do you ask someone to move in? So they, they, once you have the campsite, every few nights I had – well, it, it might be more of once a week. I had a one week where there was a few people there that week. But about once a week, someone kind of stays the night, stays the day there in a little – a little tent. You can go in there and talk to them. If you talk to them enough, they'll start maybe asking you questions. Uh, with Drake, I only had to talk to him a few times before he was like, you know, I'm thinking about moving somewhere. What about, well, where should I do? And I was just like, hey, move in here. And after asking him twice, I'd ask him twice. I left and came back and he asked me again if, if, if he should move. And I said, sure, yeah, move into my town like I just told you 20 minutes ago too. And he said, yeah, I'll move in. So he moved into my town. That's cool. And now, cool. he didn't interrupt your fruit forest again, did he? No, no. So Bree's still in the fruit forest. Haven't gotten rid of her yet, even though it's been over a week. Because you do realize once you kick Bree out, some other animal's going to move right in there. So I had Renee <laughs> move out. One of my rhinos asked if if she, it was okay if she moved out. I said okay because I wasn't – you know, I wanted a little animals that were more my style. She moved out and left a giant blank space in my town and <laughs> just like this giant like dirt hole. <laughs> um, I was like, okay. And, I, and then when um, – when Drake moved in, he did not take her spot. So it is just random. When they leave, they their houses disappear. When you get new ones, they just plop them randomly somewhere. So that it, it, it kind of sucks, especially yeah. if you have something set up. Drake was not in the best spot where he moved in. I made it work. Um, I'm, that's where I'm kind of getting my public's work projects going. I'm kind of getting those set up so they don't have a choice where to move in. If there's a new house planted, they can't you know they can't go in certain areas because of that stuff. Okay, but yeah. So I uh, pulled up my list here. I've got Grizzly, Vesta, Carmen, Stinky, Al, Gwen. Uh, this is stinky? Like... <laughs> stinky? What is Stinky? A skunk? Uh, no, he's a, a cat. <laughs> a cat. So as I'm reading these off, it's like, is this Casper and his brothers here? Um, Quilson, Muffy, and Units. So um three four five six seven eight i have nine i believe yeah nine okay i have two. read off your I your characters just okay for fun. yeah i have three three of my characters are cats um i have rudy lolly um caesar blue bear wart jr maple shep annika 
Drake, and Bree. So no overlap there. No, no overlap. There's a lot of characters. Yeah. There's a, there's a ton. Um, so, um, yeah, a lot. Animal Crossing. I just, so I was trying to figure out a reason why I should buy a 2DS when it comes out. <laughs> I tried to think of, of ways I would use it, what, what justification I could have for it. And I came up with a couple here. Um, first off, I could buy animal cartridge again on the cartridge and have it to sell my native fruits more, for more money through local play. <laughs> I could, you know, take advantage of storing stuff, just littering that town with all my crap. Um, so I, that's one justification I came up with. The second is street passing and um, with myself over every day, um, getting a feel of the new hardware. And <laughs> so, yeah, I think I'm pretty convinced I'm going to get one of these two DSs in Pokemon tra- trading. I'll be able to trade Pokemon. Uh, That's a good reason. With myself. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So I've got all these uh, ideas about why I, I can justify that to myself. And uh, I, have a, I have a few good reasons why I can justify a new Wii U to myself, too. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get that a little later because I yeah, totally. was 90% sure I was going to spend another $300 on a Wii U. When I already had a deluxe, which I would be buying again just with a cool gamepad. Okay, <laughs> but we'll get to I yeah we'll get to your reasons and uh, you may convince me uh, backwards, but I, I think okay. well, I think I've stepped not. down off that plank of spending another three hundred dollars on a Wii U. Um, but I, let's just get to it now. So my my initial reasons were um, I could use that download code to install it on my current deluxe Wii U and. Um, have the game early, and it's only two and a half gigs, so I could probably justify having that always on my Wii U. And I still may buy a download code, even or a, a digital download, even if I don't get this deluxe. Um, the other reason was that gamepad, and the other reason was it's limited, uh, so they say, on all the websites. And the Wii U, I think... Being it's my first console back uh, since the N64, it's going to be one of my favorites as I go forward in my life. So I might want to collect these. And uh, why miss out on this one? So um, that was kind of my rationale into why I might get a Wii U uh, Wind Waker. So, well, what made you back down? Um, I was looking at it and. Well, I guess it's it was like, is the gamepad really worth two hundred fifty dollars? Um, because yeah, that would probably be all you're really getting out of this, right? I'd get an extra cradle and charger set, but I'm in a, I am in a studio apartment, so I don't need like tons of extras of those. It would be nice to have like a stand on every table. So that's about twenty dollars worth of stuff that the ch- charging and cradle. So I guess that brings it down to two thirty for the gamepad. Uh, and I get the fancy box, which I could display. You know, that's always nice. Um, <laughs> that's true. Boxes are... I do enjoy some boxes. So I, but, I'm not sure how much you could sell a Wii U Deluxe for without a gamepad, is the question. Uh, I doubt any... nothing. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I guess they're... I'd have a backup Wii U Deluxe, if you know, just for safekeeping in case my Wii U decides to um, get sick, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad idea. If you have two TVs or two, you know, you have your projector and something else, it, you could say, oh, I could have a Wii U on every TV. And um, it's easier for me to justify it because yeah, I have, you have a, a basic. <laughs> I have a basic. Um, 
and I mean that just makes it a lot easier to justify because it's I want the black system. I if I'm going to get any black system, I want this Zelda system. I want Wind Waker. It certainly comes with it. Um, so it's for me. It's just I, I plan on getting it probably the day it comes out. I'm probably going to pre-order it. See if I can go to GameStop and pre-order it the next few days. Because um, another it, thing I have to contemplate. I pre-ordered the limited edition Ganondorf figure Zelda Wind Waker. Oh, uh, yeah. So I'm going to be spending $60 on that. Um, you should just have two of everything. Well, the the thing, crazy thing is Nintendo, I mean, you know, I might just want to keep that Ganondorf figure Wii U all new box. and untouched and just in its box for collector's sake. And I might be getting the digital copy anyways because it's two and a half gigs. So I don't feel bad about installing that locally. It was almost. This is Wind Waker was almost a game. I was like, I want the box for Wind Waker because I love Zelda. Um, Which is why I, I might be getting two a digital I, I and never, a physical. I never like... downloaded a Zelda game. Like it feels okay downloading a Mario game because I've you know it's especially New Super Mario Brothers. U. it's like okay, that's a neat, that's a download game. But Zelda, I almost want that box. Um, I was surprised when it came with a digital download. I think it's it's smart because they can just keep on printing those boxes yeah, fairly easily. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I am cur- it says it's a download code. Is that right? That's what I heard. Yep. That's so what I, I should be able to just take the code out of the box and put it on my other Wii U. Yeah. So for me, the easy, and it's easy to justify a new Wii U because I've only downloaded – when I looked at my gamepad, I have a few indie titles from the eShop. I have, of course, DuckTales. Other than that, I only have Pikmin and Super Mario Brothers U on here as major titles. So having them on a separate system for a little while until Nintendo figures out its account system or its transfer or whatever the heck they're going to do to resolve, you know, having owning content. Yeah, in the someone at um, Kotaku that I talk with on Twitter quite a bit uh, hinted that Nintendo told them that the summer update would probably have system transfer. And that it would be probably coming out around September twentieth would be make logical sense. So I would, yeah. That, I mean, I I don't think that 3ds had a system transfer until you know the bundles and the revised version, the XL came out. So it would you know it would make sense for the Wii U to have one until it needed one. And I think at this point with this bundle coming out, it makes sense for them to have it. Now you're able to transfer game saves to a hard drive or thumb drive. Is that right? Yes, you can transfer them on an SD card, a thumb drive, a hard drive. So you yeah. can move your game saves off your system, just not the games itself. Just not the games itself. Nope. Now you've tried this, or is this just... I only have one Wii U, so I haven't tried this. But okay. from what I, I've gone to Nintendo support, and I've looked at it, and from what I understand, when I just plug in my hard drive, I have like a... It's probably like a 160 gigabyte hard drive plugged into it. It's pretty yeah. old. But from what I understand, when I plug that into the system, it's just not going to recognize it. It's formatted okay. for that that we use serial number. Now, I'm also looking at this beautiful Wind Waker Gandorf limited edition box and all that with the figure displayed in the window. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, how beautiful would my shelf look with that box, with the Wind Waker bundle box, and perhaps a regular physical copy all just sitting there by four copies of the game. All, that sounds crazy. All, it sounds a little crazy, especially for a game you've never played before. But I love Zelda. Like, it, I think it's my new favorite series because I never played these as a kid. And Zelda's, I mean, yeah, Zelda, you really feel like you're an adventure when you're playing a Zelda game. So do you have any other thoughts about Wind Waker in general or your strategy going forward with getting this bundle? 
I pretty much landed on I'm getting it <laughs> just because I want Wind Waker. I, I'm okay with having two Wii U's for a little while. I, I think I'll eventually sell the basic once, you know, everything gets straightened out. And I'm able to get those few games those over are to actually, buy. It's, it's weird. The basics, they're pretty cheap for on eBay right now. I, like, I, could, I could pick up a basic for like 150 to 200, I think. Really? On eBay. I'm curious though, because. In like five ten years, will the basics instead be the more expensive ones since they were rare, so to speak? You know, when I was originally looking at the system before it even came out, I only got the basic at launch because it was all they had left, and I wanted it on launch day. I didn't, I didn't think about. It. But, but even before then, I was leaning on the basic just because I thought thirty two gigabytes isn't in the end through the you know the four or five years i have this console i'm gonna need more than 32 gigabytes so i might as well get the cheap system mm-hmm. and just have get a hard drive you know it, it just made more sense to me the 32 gigs is is a good size for your indie games and your virtual console titles and not yeah. having any retail titles that's what yeah. it's designed for i feel and you know yeah and i made that decision to go all digital which yeah which i've done so far yeah i did that with the, i switched over 3ds i actually sold new super mario Bros. 2 so all i have is mario tennis I have some ones I might not sell, Star Fox and Kid Icarus Uprising. Um, I may sell Star Fox. I'm not sure about Kid Icarus. I'm not really a... I haven't enjoyed that game so far. I might have to, really? pop, it, I have to pop it in again and re-experience it because I've been less than impressed so far with that. I haven't played, but I heard good things. I did too. That's why I bought it. <laughs> um, but uh, so, yeah, I'm all in with digital and the 3DS. But the Wii U, I like the collecting for the home consoles as we talked about before. Yeah. I mean, either way, I'm getting Wind Waker Day One if I have to download it, or I have if or if I have to buy that system. Now, with this being five days after Wonderful 101, is Nintendo shooting Wonderful One in the foot? Mm, no, no, too different, okay. too different. Uh, no, it's like definitely I'm not. a Wii U buyer. I buy all the good games, and I might delay 101 for Wind Waker. Maybe I don't know. Are you going to get Rayman? Yes, not. It comes out tomorrow uh, or Tuesday. Yep. I don't have – rent was on uh, a couple days ago, so I have no money to spend on anything <laughs> except for food and gas for the next week. So sadly, I won't be able to pick up tomorrow, and I might uh, – it might be a delayed purchase, just put it that way. Yeah, I might wait till my next paycheck. Same. I've, I've already bought a few uh, retro games <laughs> these this past few weeks, um, but I'm definitely getting that. I've I, – I for me because Wind Waker maybe it is shooting Wonderful One Hundred One with a foot, but you know Wonderful One Hundred One was a game I was never too much interested in. It's a I'm lot of fun. It, it, it really is. Yeah, I haven't played the demo <laughs> yet. I, I know I should. But oh, I haven't. we're gonna talk about this week the Wonderful One Hundred One demo. But yeah, I know. Oops. Oh well. It's so much fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. I mean, it looks fun. I just don't know why I'm not interested in. I don't. There's just something about it. I just think I'll get bored easily with it. I, I wasn't interested I, in it until I played the demo. I know, and that's why I need to play. I need to do, you know, they put out a demo. They spent that time putting out the demo. I need to do them the favor, you know, and at least try the game out. Yeah, I think you should. Um, It's a very unique title for the Wii U, and that's a cool thing for sure. Rayman Legends, I think I've heard on Amazon, the highest pre-order numbers are for the Wii U version, which is really cool to see. Yay, that is cool to see. Um, Evidently, the Vita version doesn't have all the content. They didn't have all the levels in there. Um, What's What's a Vita? It's um, this black slab that's got <laughs> buttons on it. It has like a couple games that I've heard. I'm not exactly sure. Um, I yeah. thought they made a white Vita for a couple countries. Ooh. 
Oh boy, yes. Yeah. But anyways, Sounds I've like heard the Vita is great for the games that are on it. That if they're good, but I'm not. The 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 so Vita. As far as I was vaguely interested, just to buy it for Crash Bandicoot one and two and all the Crash Bandicoot games. I found out those don't actually work on the Vita. Of course not. So it supports some PS one games, but not Crash Bandicoot. Why not? Yeah. What's the reasoning? They that give would be you a reason? system seller for me, almost. Yeah. Oh, well, whatever. But yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy not buying a Vita, maybe, when it's 100 bucks. Yeah. The, Honestly, the 2DS really drives a stake in the Vita's um, already fallen over body. It does. I, I, I've i always looked at the PSP or maybe the Vita as a good emulation machine. I'd like to, if I got one, I would probably just hack one and put a bunch of old games on it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> old Nintendo games, that is. <laughs> Sorry, Sony. <laughs> That's all I see a use for for the, uh, for okay. the PSP. <laughs> I buy it for, you know, you have your PS Plus account and you get all the free games that way, or rental games, I should say. And uh, yeah, old PS1, PS2 games that you can buy. Uh, I think that'd be fun. Yeah, I mean, PS2, there's definitely a handful of PS2 games I'd love to play again, but PS1, I never was, I never was ever into the, play, the original PlayStation, so... Okay. Um, my next topic, uh, the 1,000-step limit on the 3DS for play coins. I'm, I'm, are you with me in thinking that, why doesn't Nintendo promote the 10,000-step thing to make people healthier? Instead, they stop at 1,000 steps for your reward. I think it's silly that they stop there. I didn't know they stopped there. Yeah, so you can earn 10 play coins in a day, and at 1,000 steps, you've maxed out for the day. Okay. And that really, I think, dis- disencourages kids from walking anymore. Like, 10,000 steps of herd is the goal that most people should be hitting every day, and I think it'd be a cool thing if they upped the step count and more play coins for a day type kind of thing. I don't know why they're limiting it in the first place. I don't see why that would benefit them at all. You know, like if, if they're gonna if they're willing to walk around with it, why not give them the the points, the coins? Yeah, I, I agree. So that was just a topic I thought I'd just mention there. What is how many play coins do you have? Um, I I take ten. I get ten coins a day because I walk a lot with it. I'm up to right now. I've got two hundred fifty five coins. Okay, I have about two hundred fifty two. My roommate has six. <laughs> yeah he's lazy <laughs> yeah it's in my pocket all day and um yeah so uh you're are you uh ordering uh wii u battery pack is what i heard on i yeah i've already ordered my battery pack and i'm psyched about it so it's all in play asia for like 33 bucks you can import the official battery from nintendo so yeah i didn't order the official battery i if this one doesn't work out, I probably will. I figured it's a battery. It's nothing. It's no. It's not any special battery technology. It's been around for a while. Yeah. So I ordered one. It's pretty cheap. I got less than fifteen bucks on eBay. Not bad. Um, no, not bad at all. It's three hundred milliamps, which I think is even more than the bigger official Nintendo one. Yeah, probably. Um, from what I, people I've talked to on like Reddit and some other forums have said that they've they've been able to have it on full brightness and get it over eight hours of battery. So. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> and how often do you have it in full brightness, really? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't ever have mine. I always have mine on four. But Which I think the, I get last a good 12 hours at my, my play level. I mean, I I usually only get three to five hours. I think it just – it's not good for me. I don't know what I it is. I get four to five pretty standard. Yeah, five would be the max for me, but I'm, I want I want as much as I can get. I'm willing to pay a little bit more to have okay. an awesome battery. I don't so, have to think about it. Um, Reggie – 
he's been making some comments this week. Some were like, what are you talking about here? Some were actually pretty smart um, about the 32 gigabyte memory. Uh, he made the the smart point that memory is the part that's going to get cheaper every single year. So he made the comment, why lock consumers into X memory when you have to pay more for that memory up front versus that that two terabyte hard drive is going to get cheaper every year. So it was a design decision to go solid state, which is more uh, durable, and then use external hard drives, which are dirt cheap. And for those customers that do do the thing uh, for digital, they can opt that way. I think it, they're a little ahead of the curve on most people on this. I think that halfway through the next few years, the PS4 and the Xbox One, they'll do the same thing. They'll have a, a flash-based system. I think the PS3 already has like a 32-gigabyte flash-based system you can get. Yeah, gigabyte. 12 gigabyte. Give For me a 200 break. 200 bucks, 12 gigabytes. You're not going to be able to do anything with that. Um, yeah, so, and PS4, no external hard drives. They do let you upgrade the internal one. Oh, but really? What consumer is going to upgrade your internal hard drive? Yeah, what does it come with, 500 gigabytes? Yeah, yep. I mean, which is – that's a ton. That's a ton of storage. But I'd rather have Flash in there to be quite honest. Because it's not going to break. Yeah, it's, it's not going to break as easy. It's going to mm-hmm. be faster. Quieter. Quieter, yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> no spinning, <laughs> no spinning anything. So um, – yeah, yeah, so, so I mean I think in a few years all the systems will pretty much be this way. So I think they're a little ahead of the curve on this and people just don't see it. Yeah, People uh, are just looking or picking – Picking, and they always cart a hard drive, even though it's solid state. That's my biggest pet peeve. It's like, <laughs> I, I, every time I see that, it's like, you guys reporting this Nintendo news are idiots. It's a solid state storage. It's memory, not a hard drive. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, place PS3 as solid state or hard drive-based systems, um, you pick. So, um, what's your next topic today? Oh, let's see. Uh, let's talk about Reggie made some more comments we can talk about. He made a lot of comments. Meh. Yeah. Meh. So <laughs> he also he talked to Kotaku. Is that how you pronounce it? I think so. That's how I pronounce it at least. Um, just talking about graphics on a system and mm-hmm. how you know it's not necessarily the driving force of a system that may really the experience you get is the driving force of the system. Yeah, fun is what Nintendo sells. Fun is what they sell. They sell a toys. Well, what it, they are a toy. They're a toy company. They're a toy and people company. forget they that sell sometimes. Toys, yeah. yeah. Um, the reason the original NES did so well is because unlike the other systems who were marketing their systems as game machines, they marketed theirs as a toy, and that's what made it successful. Um, I know people don't like hearing that, but <laughs> it is a toy. Um, so yeah, and he's just kind of emphasizing this, these points and these quotes, just saying systems that generate pretty pictures by themselves aren't selling propositions. You know. All you need to do is look at the last generation to see that, you know, where they sold 100 million Wiis and, you know, the graphics were not that great at all. They were pretty bad by, you know, the end of the lifespan's, you know, standard. So what do you think about this? I think you spot on. Um, graphics, I mean, they're not – I don't like games that chase photorealism anyway. I understand that market for people that like that stuff, but that's not the – miracle and the egg i'd say it's um graphics are where they need to be for this generation to create the experiences that i want to have for this console yeah i mean would i think i don't think in a few years that the games on the wii u will be that far off from the ps4 and xbox one they might be it might be you know 
putting my foot in my mouth on that one, but I'm pretty sure they'll be able to squeeze, you know, some pretty it's amazing. It's all about taking out. advantage of the hardware you have. Yeah, exactly. If they developers just, you know, do that; it'll be fine. I'm just thinking about how good like Mario Galaxy looked on mm-hmm. a Wii, and that th- looked if, HD on the SD system. Exactly. If they can do that on that system, you know, who knows what they can do on this one? Yeah, the problem really comes in with third-party developers that are doing lazy cross ports. That's the that's the only issue. Uh, yeah, developers got lazy the last generation with Nintendo because their games weren't selling as much as they had hoped. Even though the system was selling a ton, mostly only Nintendo titles were selling. So they did get lazy towards the end, and I think that's carried over in this generation toward their attitude towards them. Yeah, but I, th- I think once Nintendo comes out with these awesome, you know, obviously quality titles, that they'll start you know putting a little more effort in. Totally agree. Uh, I also think Rayman looks good. It looks great, and Wii U version is the one to get out here. Um, it was also kind of remarkable that um, Madden 25, they didn't even do a roster update from Madden 24, which came out on Wii U last year. Like, that surprised me that they actually didn't create a crappy version for Wii U that they've done <laughs> in the past with the Wii, you know. I, you know, I'm surprised because that would, game would sell a ton. It's Madden. Yeah, it would. I mean... It's so weird because they have a they have they have a game engine for Madden that came out last year on the Wii U. Yeah, if it's a crappy version, you know, I'm surprised they didn't release that just for to have it. Yeah, I mean, considering EA, considering they make you know any money off of it, I'm surprised they didn't do it. It's it's strange. So yeah, that's this is this the first Nintendo a time that Nintendo hasn't had a Madden or a football game. Probably. I need to look that up (laughs) because I don't know. That's crazy. I can't believe that. So another thing as far as third-party stuff, Best Buy has been ignoring the Wii U for pre-orders in pretty much all regards. So I got an email earlier in this week. Call of Duty Ghost pre-order. You get triple points promo. I click the link. They have every version except the Wii U version. Oh, man. For Come the, on. Um, get 10 free dollars in pre-ordering these next-gen or games or uh, every versions of the game for, like, Watch Dogs, including 360. We're in that list. They get 10 free dollars. But Wii U was forgotten. Like, it's so aggravating. Like, it makes me want to not buy games for Best Buy, but they have the best rewards system, so I go. Um, it's it's so aggravating. That is aggravating. That's, I mean, Nintendo needs to step up and tell them, like, that's not cool. Yeah, no it's, spitting, it's spitting in our faces pretty much. Yeah, come on. We can sell games if you actually talk about our games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People are like, why isn't the, the Wii U version selling well? Maybe because, because it's not promoted by anyone except Nintendo. It's exactly, the Apple Store yeah. problem all over again. Um, so uh, what has been selling is Fire Emblem Awakening. One million copies and, and growing now. Nice. Is that just in uh, the States or is that worldwide? Um, I'm not sure. I think it's worldwide. Cool. I think that the $30 promotion pushed it over the edge because I bought it because of that promotion. Yeah, that game's pretty popular in Japan, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, very much so. Cool. So, um, I'm not exactly sure. I think digital is not even included in that. But, yeah, uh, they, they tend to keep those numbers separate, I've noticed. But Nintendo said if it doesn't sell more in a quarter of a million, they might stop the franchise and <laughs> well, we proved them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they, they said they'd stop the franchise if they didn't sell well? Yeah, there was a quote that quarter of a million, like, if they didn't reach that number, that <laughs> the franchise would... Be, just die would at least, or would die or not be touched in a long time well 
wonder, I wonder if there's going to be uh, Martha or anybody, Roy, in the new Smash Brothers, if they'll continue to be in there. Maybe. So, uh, I've been playing some games this week. Uh, one game finally started to click for me. That's Super Mario 64. Oh, it wasn't clicking before? Every time I picked it up before, when I was a kid, when I played it again on my Wii or Virtual Console, all the other times, you know, I could not figure out this game. Like, I didn't get it. Like, I, I wasn't figuring out how to find these stars and all that kind of stuff, you know, <laughs> the level. And then I think it's because the Galaxy games that I beat both of those, the Galaxy actually taught me how to play Mario 64 and... Because it's very much a galaxy style where you can go back to these levels. They have different missions, and it it very is. It's a galaxy style game that I didn't really understand how to play until I played Galaxy. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's definitely a galaxy one style game. Now I'll argue with you that Galaxy Two is very linear and it's the way it walks you through the game. Yep, it's ve- I, agree. I agree. It's very here's the next level. This is what you do. It's, you know, Mario 64 is a lot of where do you want to go? Oh, jump in this wall, jump in this mirror, jump in this painting, see where it takes you, play these, you know, much more, you know, open than what the the second galaxy was. The first galaxy was pretty open with the kind of the hub world they had. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm really enjoying that game now. So I've, I've gone through a good part of it, and... Uh, I think I'm actually going to play to completion and, you know, beat Bowser and all that fun stuff. You should. And it's a great game. So I'm finally catching up, guys. This game that came out in 1996, <laughs> I'll be beating for the first time. You should, uh, when you're done with the game, maybe before if you don't care about spoilers, you should go on YouTube and watch speedruns because they're fun to watch. People can beat this game in like 10 minutes. That's nuts. It's crazy, but they do it. They, I don't, I don't know crazy. how they do it, but they do it. I'm, I'm finally on Bowser's Castle for Dream Team, Martin Luigi Dream Team. So I'm 38 hours into gameplay, and I'm at the final level of the game. So I'm nearing the end, which is exciting. Have you played Sunshine, Super Mario Sunshine? I started that game, but um, I just can't figure out the um, – it looks like crap on my projector. <laughs> like every other GameCube game looks great, N64 looks great. But Sunshine, it hurts my eyes. It's so bad. Wow. Do you have that problem trying to play that game again? No, I haven't played it in a while because it's my least favorite Mario. <laughs> um, not, it's not even a bad game. It's just I may pop it in again and try to adjust some settings to make it look yeah. better. But yeah. just mechanically, it's not the Mario that I have enjoyed the playing the most. It's, it's the Majora's Masked here, Mario. <laughs> well, uh, mm, I guess you could say that. That's a that might be a fair assessment. I don't know. I enjoy Majora's Mask. It's yeah, I have idea. It's, it's quirkiness. Fun. Uh, fun a little bit. Sunshine's just it's it's like the only Mario game where a suit or something like that's kind of forced upon you during the whole game. You know, with you have like the uh, you know all the different suits in Mario Frog yeah. suits, all that where you can jump in, jump out. You know that water pump thing on your back, whatever they call it. <laughs> it's pretty much there to stay in that game. So it's the vacuum cleaner for Mario. It is the vacuum cleaner. It's like they had that idea with Luigi, and they said, well, let's just bring in Soda Mario. We don't have any that other new ideas. Smash Brothers, that either the water gun or the vacuum for Luigi. Oh, oh, I was asking last generation to see the water gun Mario. I think that'd be awesome. Or at least that have that be like one of his moves or something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. Gosh, that would be awesome. So I have to ask, the 2DS, do you think you'll be getting one just to have a second 3DS in your house? Nope. Nope, don't, that's not, don't not your so. gameplay. Okay. No, Gunspin, put that money towards a new Wii U. You'll have two uh, DSs. I'll have two 
Wii U. So. Yeah, we'll see. I might have, I might have two Wii U's instead. What um, uh, what color are you looking at? If you got one, uh, red. And I, I clarification from last time: white is UK only, black is US only. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. I so thought you it was were right, regional. but yeah, okay. I'd be getting the red slash black. And um, I might hold off on it and get the Wii U bundle because as more of I think about it, the more I kind of want as much Wind Waker as I can. <laughs> Wind Waker, you're going to – Wind Waker's so good. It's – oh, I can't wait to play it's it. It's going to awesome. be my first experience with Wind Waker and it's going to be the best version of the game hopefully. So. Oh, yeah. I think it will. But I think the first one had its fair share of issues. It's probably the yeah. only Zelda out there that you could say had a few – built-in flaws not even flaws just kind of oversights but yeah i heard it was one of their most rushed zeldas i hear uh you know i didn't look i don't know too much about the development cycle of it i just know because i played the final game and i know that towards the end of the game it gets a little (laughs) pedantic it just doesn't flow as well as 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 a zelda should it kind of it gets really difficult at some points at, at at some points, you pretty much have to do these things in these ridiculous order to figure things out. Like, if you don't know exactly what you're doing, you're never going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, which I've, what I've read of Wind Waker H, the remake, they've fixed a lot of this. They've made it easier yeah. to find the eight pieces of the Triforce. First-person shooter mode. <laughs> yeah, which I haven't seen uh, in any video or anything, so I'll be interested to see how that looks. It sounds, so, uh, sounds I came cool. to Revelation, though. Wii U can play Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword, Wind Waker, and, you know, whatever the Wii U game will be. Yeah. 3DS can play Ocarina of Time and potentially Majora's Mask when they remake that. That's every 3D Zelda game on current hardware that's not, like, yeah, that's kind of crazy to me. It's cool. It's nice. It I makes me... Uh, it really makes me want to see GameCube games on the Wii U Virtual Console. I want to see... I want to see more of that stuff. Yep. You need a... They would have to release a GameCube Pro Controller, I'd guess. For you it. couldn't. You couldn't. You don't think you could pull it off with the, the regular <sighs> Wii U Pro Controller? Maybe. I, I just don't enjoy games on their <laughs> non-original I, I, controllers. I haven't used it too much. Uh, I usually use the gamepad as my controller, so I don't know how. I have it just for multiplayer, so I don't know exactly how good it is. Yeah. Um, I, I would think, think I would think it'd be the most comp. You know, I I would think it would be the most similar. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's close. There are some, um, yeah, I, I like the huge A button, that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, I do like the GameCube's controller. I, th- I thought it was way underrated. I think it's awesome. And you have a weird uh, trigger that's not, it's like, uh, you can increase it Z gradually. Talking about the Z button? I think so. Yeah, the purple button on the side? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. This button ever, yeah. Uh, I finally figured out how to use non-HDMI for the Wii U. Because when the Wii U came out, I bought both component and composite Wii cables to use with the Wii U to try to work with my sound system. And I finally figured it out. You have to go into the settings app and select non-HDMI, and then it switches everything over to that SD output with audio going through the system. And that also applies for the Wii setting when you switch over to the Wii mode. And I finally got to experience Metroid Prime with my speakers. Mm. And the cool thing is HDMI to SD output. Um, it looks exactly the same on the Wii mode as far as picture quality. That's so bizarre. It really didn't get any better if you have HDMI plugged in versus SD when you're on Wii mode. 
Yeah, I mean, when you're on that mode, I assume it would, you know, can only output up to 480p. So if that's the max res, that's you know, it's not going to get any better. I'll tell that. you though, SD mode on the Wii U looks so crappy. Really? Oh, uh, I can only terrible. imagine. It's so pixelated and bad. But it was cool to hear my audio light up, you know, and that working. So this is th- so through your Wii U now, you're hooked up through component cables. Uh, it's actually composite because my composite re- cables receiver doesn't support it. But I was looking into it. Uh, my so two hundred bucks, I could upgrade my receiver to have the composite inputs that I have for my N64 and GameCube, as well as HDMI output to the projector. So I might do that sometime. I'm gonna say you you're, you want that HDMI connection. I you do. Want, you want that full res, man. I do. I've, I also figured out how to output um, S, uh, the compo- the yellow cable to the projector from the receiver itself. So nice. Th- so yeah, I've I've figured out a lot of things, but it made me more anxious to upgrade my receiver at some point in time. Yeah. Yeah, my setup's a little easier than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd imagine so. But uh, anyways, uh, what's your next topic today? Let's see. Well, I've been playing Pikmin. I've been playing through that. I'm almost done. I'm on at the last boss. You're in the so, final island area. Yeah. So I've been, I took my time with it. There was a week I wasn't playing games. I had family in town. And for a while, I was only sitting down playing like literally a day or two at a time. But I, I've made my way through and I'm almost done with the game. And I have to say, it's been really cool. Really good game. I've, I'm impressed with it. It, it, I wish it did a little bit more. I wish they had maybe expanded the Pikmin universe a little bit more because it has been ten years since the last one. But I'm re- I, it's a great game. I love it. I was I'm really pleased with it. That's very cool. And it is the real last boss, not the fake last boss. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so making sure because I got fooled into <laughs> thinking I was almost done. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm really now. I'm looking forward to going into the the battle mode and the mission mode and trying those out because I haven't done that at mission all. Mission mode's crazy fun, as well as battle mode, which I haven't been able to do since I'm the only one out here. <laughs> yeah, so and one thing I, I wanted to talk about because I love the Wii mode and Nunchuck setup on this game. It's awesome, mm-hmm, but, it but the past the past few weeks I've been playing it, I've just been using the gamepad by itself. And hearsay, I'm actually, hearsay. Yeah, I know. I, I never thought I would because this game is built it really is built for that pointer control it's so aggravating trying to do it any other way it is you know and i was aggravated at first the first time i played it it was just like i was like give me a break this is a joke you know this is so i in, wish you know, they used a gyro for the pointing almost in the gamepad where you could just move the gyro a little bit to that would be yeah that's a cool that'd be that's a decent idea it was in like their early betas but they yanked it i hear Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they've tried a lot of that stuff out. But honestly, after a f- just spending, just forcing myself to use the gamepad for about 30, 45 minutes, it became not I, – I never want to say it's better than the Wiimote and Nunchuck. I never want to say it feels more natural because it doesn't. But it it's almost to that point where I feel pretty – I feel like I can – do what I need to on the gamepad. I, I, for a while, I felt like I was slow and being hindered because of it, you know, because it's just, you know, it's I'm not a pointer. It's I'm having to use my thumbs and having to adjust a little bit more, but I got used to it. I, I'm kind of fond of it now. I kind of like it. It's not as bad as people made it out to be in, in the reviews and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's good to hear. I I don't know if I'll ever give that a shot because I like the, the controls so well. I mean, uh, I mean, the thing is I'm doing that because most of the time I wasn't playing the game on my television because my roommate was using the TV or I was out on my back porch or yeah. something like that. So it just be kind of, it just be 
I didn't play that game because it's the way I wanted to play it. I wanted to play it with a Wiimote. It's just because it just became the way I was playing it because it was the only way I could play it. So gotcha. But it, it's not. It's good. It's not as bad as uh, it's not as bad as you'd think. As people make it out to sound. So um, I've got a little GameStop success story. <laughs> Ooh, cool. So uh, they dropped the price of Xenoblade from ninety dollars to eighty dollars. Metroid Prime Trilogy from eighty five dollars to seventy dollars. Hmm. I was within the 30-day return window. Oh, nice. So um, I was asking GameStop, hey, you dropped the price $25. I bought these a couple days ago. What's the deal? Um, so I called them up, and they rewarded me with a $20 off uh, coupon code. So I have Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze in pre-order for $30. Nice. <laughs> cool. So if you bought the game... Before this price drop, call them up. You may be able to get some free money for a future Wii U game. Uh, any reason you pre-order Donkey Kong and not Mario? Do you already have Mario on pre-order? Uh, I didn't pre-order Mario because um, that's a game I want on day one. And I thought Ooh. initially... It You're going to download it, it, aren't you? Well, no. I'm going to buy it at the store. Oh, it's Friday. Okay. <laughs> but I thought I had to wait for the ship through GameStop. But I figured out you got to do in-store pickup. So um, I'm going to do in-store pickup with that. Uh, I didn't know you could do that through the GameStop system because I couldn't do it for my pre-order of Wind Waker because it's a special edition type thing that they have to ship. So, hmm, okay. I'll, so yeah, uh, I, that's the second fold of why I want to download version or the, you know, the Wind Waker bundle because I'm at the wait, you know, the four or five days for that stupid thing to ship to my house, you know, <laughs> so it'll be delayed twice. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, so success story there. And I figure... 30 bucks is just crazy for Donkey Kong. It's not as fun to get a $40 Mario game as it is the $30 Donkey Kong game. Fair enough. Good point. And Donkey Kong comes up, uh, it comes out a couple days, like a week or two after Mario. So if it did ship, I needed to do it shipping. Less of an issue there. So, anyways, um, what's next on your agenda here? Uh, no, that, I, that's all I have. I'm that's done have. for this week. No, yeah, I've just been playing Pikmin and it was it was fun finishing that up. I'm just looking forward to Rayman now. Yep, Rayman's seven gigs right here if you do the download way. Oh, really? Holy cow. Yep. So Rayman's um, a game I'm going to buy the disc on. <laughs> yes. Just um, because if I do do this Wii U kind of two-system thing, I'm going to want it on a disc so I can play it on whichever yeah, Wii U I feel like playing it on. that would be smart. Yep, that, so. That's another kind of – it's like it was a, per, a little pain point when it's like, oh, crap. If I get my 2DS, I can't play my digital games on there. Uh, unless I do system transfer, you can, you can only do five in your entire lifetime of a 3DS ownership, I hear. So. Seven gigs, really? Yeah, seven for Rayman. Only two and a half for Zelda, which is nuts. I mean, I I would not think that because this game, don't get me wrong, it's beautiful. It looks great. But I feel like most of the assets mm-hmm. are very cell shaded and all, you know, something that. Mario uh, Mario's what, three? I don't know. I, uh, the um, Super Mario 3D World? Uh, Mario U. Oh, Mario U. I don't know. I have it in my system. I should look. No, it's it's, it's, pr- it's probably around two. I don't think it's three. Maybe exactly. it's three. Um, similar kind of game with this. With So it's crazy at seven. I don't know. Yeah, it is crazy. Um, I, it must be crazy good then. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. It's got good reviews. Um, so evidently the Legend of Zelda on Virtual Console for Wii U has a purple Ganon at the end. I guess that's a um, – on the physical realm, that's kind of a hard – thing to find is that right uh i didn't know there was a difference in ganon Evidently, there's a very variant where there's a purple ganon at the end instead of the whatever color he is traditionally. so 
the only variants I know of the cartridges are there is a gray version of the Legend of Zelda. Um, there was a, gr- a gray cartridge and a gold cartridge. Yep, I know about that. Yeah. So there might be a variant there. I have actually this. I just got this past week the gold cartridge of the Legend of Zelda for Nintendo Entertainment System, which is cool. I can't believe you didn't have that before. That'd be the number one thing to pick up. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 yeah. You think that I had a uh, Zelda Two: The Adventure of Link. I had the cartridge of that, which was in pretty good shape. But uh, in a pretty good eBay purchase, I got those two games boxed with a few other games boxed at a really good price. Yeah, I went out of my way to make sure my Majora's Mask copy was the um, fancy uh, 3D Collector's logo. Edition. Yeah, yep. it was the 3D logo thing. You know, the 3D, the non-3D logo one, I think it's worth more because they made less of them, but that might not be not true. Not in my eBay findings, but... Uh, <laughs> really? Okay, I, I may pick up the other version as well, just for collector's sake. I um, have the original box of the collector's edition. That's cool. Yep. Expensive, too, I bet. Well, uh, I, 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 that's the one I've had since I <laughs> bought the game when yeah, I was... Yeah. I don't even know when I was. How old was I? That it was, was like 2000, 2000, I think. So wait, let's talk about Majora's Mask. Yeah, so uh, Majora's Mask, I've been playing it. I am, right now, I had to save and exit the the Stone Temple dungeon. Um, I'm Ooh, that's bo- probably my favorite dungeon in that game. I'm at the boss before the, the final boss, the big boss. The bat boss. Cool. So how he's many driving me have? insane. He's killing me immediately. Like this guy's <laughs> stupid. This game gets so good at the end. What? What? Uh, how many masks do you have? Do you um, know? I don't know offhand. Uh, one thing I just want to mention. So the water temple. I wanted to throw my stupid N sixty four out the window during that temple. Um, that I hated the temple. Really, it wasn't that bad. The the, the I was just so frustrated with the currents. <laughs> I couldn't. I I I messed up so many times getting in the wrong tube, going and redoing crap, and oh, I hated that temple. That's what makes the dungeon fun. Is that mechanic? It's it's. Uh, my I didn't fa- like that. It felt like I was doing way too many repetitive things over and over again with the switches and crap. Like uh, I could see that. I could totally see so that. So I didn't like that temple very much at all. I um, the, t- the temple you're in now, the fourth temple which doesn't have a mask kind of related to it, but it does have the mirror shield, which I love. I love the mirror shield. I'm enjoying the stone temple. The, um, that song to make duplicates of myself. Mm -hmm. How cool is that? Yeah. I mean, I just, yeah, that's pretty nifty. I gotta say. And the upside down whole mechanic. And I mean, it's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love that dungeon. It's good. But, um, my, my question is when I, Beat the game? Am I able to play after that to get other masks, or is it over after I kill kill the skull, skull kid? Oh man, that's an interesting. Question. You can play again. You can keep playing. You can play after you beat up the skull kid and find you other can, masks, or does it? Uh, so I'm not sure if you can still find other masks, but you can. I'm pretty sure you can keep going back and playing. It starts at the beginning of the three days again. But that don't oh that's been so long since I've played the game and then played after I beat the game that I I don't want you know I'm not 100 percent sure okay. but um, when I first beat the game I did get all the mask I did 100 percent all the items and all the mask so you got um, the super duper fairy mask at the very end yes, you traded which the twenty oh man yeah it is so epic if you have this thing you can only take it out during boss battles so it's not like you can walk around with oh, this like really? other nope yeah it's only during boss battles. Um, but there's a good reason for that because this guy is ridiculously powerful. You can literally kill any boss in just like a few just swipes. You're just like bam, bam, bam. Isn't like the death. last boss fight of the game just stupid and not as? 
So if you if you have this mask, it is ridiculously easy. If you do not have this mask, it, it can it, it's it's not super difficult, but it's fun. It's a, it's a challenge. Yeah. So, do you have any advice for this bat boss I'm encountering now, and how to not die the second I get in that room? Uh, no, I don't. I'd have to go look re- look at that part again. I don't. Okay, uh, I'm following a video walkthrough to try to guide me through this, and it's still a challenging game. Yeah, I'll have to look at that. I don't remember having too. There was a only part I had too much trouble in at the end was there's a part um, where you're the rolling Ganon, and you have to do the rolling Ganon. Um, and this is, and this might be only if you have, if you're trying to get the, the fourth transforming mask. So it might not be something you've encountered, but yeah, there's a part in the game where you have to roll over this ledge and land on something and it's pretty much impossible. I had to do it like a hundred times <laughs> as a kid. Um, but I think that might be when you're on the moon, when you go up to the moon, the final you go time. up to the moon. Wow. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Spoiler. Uh, no worries. <laughs> yeah. This game's 13 years old. Yeah. You go to the moon and the very end. That's where you've. You fight the final boss. Okay, that's cool. It is cool. It's a it's an epic game. It's it's by today's standards, it's you no, know, it's it's ugly, <laughs> but it is. It's it's, it's definitely use it's workable. Like I'm playing it and not like not hate. Yeah, it's not yeah, totally it's, horrendous. It's not yeah, terrible. It's not by like I said, my, by today's standards, not beautiful at all. But man, back then that game was beautiful. It looked awesome. Yeah. It and needs it a three it needs Ocarina time uh, Ocarina of Time style remake it does, for the 3DS. Yeah. Like after like I said, I think I said last week, I hadn't seen that game before and after seeing it on the 3DS, I'm amazed at how good it looks. It makes me want to go play it on the 3DS. It looks I mean, it might be the best looking Zelda besides Skyward Sword or yeah. no, maybe Wind Waker. Wind Waker probably takes the cake there. Mm-hmm. I'm not a well, fan of the Twilight Princess Zelda at all. I've heard. I'm going to play it though after Wind Waker. Um it, so I mean, it's cool. Yeah, I'm playing these games in order. So I played Ocarina of Time on 3DS. Now I'm finally beating um, our, uh, Majora's Mask. I should finish it today or tomorrow. Probably tomorrow. And, and that's cool. You'll have Wind Waker. That's awesome. Then I'll have Wind Waker like a month later. So just for reference, I started this game like a day after I finished Ocarina of Time. I started Ocarina of Time. I'm looking it up right now on my system. Um, it's I've been This game I've been delaying for so long since I started because I just got distracted with other things. But um, I yeah, started... this is a this is a game that if you have ADHD, it's going to be hard to play. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, so I, I took like a month off. Um, I ruined my last played count for uh, Ocarina since I loaded it up just with the digital transfer thing. But um, so yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'll give you more feedback after I beat it. Cool. And, yeah. Um, finished Ducktales remastered. Cool. Really love the Donkey Kong black and white style level in there. Or yeah. part of the game. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. In the last boss fight, I love the huge, huge sprite. Yeah, isn't that cool? That's they did so a good beautiful. Job. Yeah, so they, beautiful. They did a good job. That the, the last level is fun where you're rushing up and jumping all the ladders and you really feel like if you mess up once, you know, you're going to just die. It, they, that's a good job. They did a good job of that game. Yeah. Um, so it's three and a half hours playtime for me to beat it. That's exactly what I was for me, I think, too. Yeah, I was on easy mode, um, just FYI. Uh, but I was not on easy music mode. is um, glorious, and I wish I played the first time like that. Yeah, I didn't realize until after I beat the game that it was in there. It's uh, unlockable. It's unlockable. Oh, is that what happens? You have to is beat it first. It? Okay, yep. so that's why I got it. I love it, yeah. And I, I also don't get his first dime thing. Like, that seems such a silly thing to risk your life over. Your first dime. Oh, Scrooge McDuck? Yeah. That's his dime, man. That's what started it all. Oh, no. 
holding <laughs> out to the past. I don't know. <laughs> I love DuckTales. If you haven't seen the show and you're a fan of classic Disney stuff, it's worth a watch. I'm pretty sure you can get them on DVD or if you have Netflix, you can you know, do it. They're not on Netflix streaming, but you know, if you have Netflix to DVD, send them to your house, watch them, maybe rip them, whatever you want to do with them. I don't know. Uh, yeah. They're worth watching. It's DuckTales is cool. Uh, the last game I've been playing this week has been Earthbound. I'm back into that game. So this is the week I've been like getting back in the games I put off. Um, so I delayed Earthbound, do that with some other games, and uh, Mario, Mario Dream Team, that kind of stuff. I'm back into it, and uh, it's uh, feeling good. I'm, I'm reaching uh, more closer to the end. I still probably have another 10, 15 hours to go. <laughs> Isn't that a 40-hour game? Yeah, I'm about 25 hours into it. Phew. It's a fun game. It's great. Yeah, RPGs are good. I I need to play more RPGs. Um, I guess the last thing on my notes for this week, um, I did this little uh, historical price points of systems and handhelds uh, with inflation stuff. I'm not sure if you want to talk through like how that's uh, changed over the years. Yeah, that's cool. Let's. I saw this. Let's talk about so it. This will be the last topic before we leave the show today. Um, do you want to do handhelds or home consoles first? Let's do handhelds first. Okay. So I just did the major releases. Uh, so you have Game Boy in 1989 for $90 at the time, which is $164 2012 money. Fast forward nine years. It took them nine years to unveil the Game Boy Color. I'm sure, I think they did <laughs> They did like a Game Boy Light and some other variants, but nothing. Game Boy Pocket, it was called. Yeah, they did Pocket as well. But um, uh, color was the next big iteration, I think. Pocket was a big thing, too, I hear. But, um, yeah, it, the color didn't even have that much more horsepower. It was it just had, color. It had, yeah, it had the horsepower to support the color, but other than that, it was nothing else. It might it might have been 16-bit rather than the 8-bit the other system was, but it didn't have any – definitely didn't have any more capability, I don't think, graphically. But Yeah, so that was $80 in 1998, which in 2012 would be $111. So that was a price drop. Uh, from the original Game Boy. Yeah, I read that, and I, I, and I had a Game Boy Color. I didn't realize it was cheaper than the original Game Boy. But I, didn't, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I was, at the time the Game Boy got reduced over those years in price to probably, I don't know, 50 or 60. Oh, yeah, definitely. Maybe. I'm not sure how much they... Over, well, you'd I, imagine over 10 years that price would go down quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering how much the Game Boy Pocket came out, how much that was when it first came out. Not sure. I didn't... Uh, did not research that, uh, all the different variants and stuff. <laughs> I, I only owned a Game Boy and a 3DS now. I never owned anything past that. Really? I loved the Game Boy. I, I, I the- liked it too as a kid. I, th- I'm, I have to pick these old systems up just to have my collection and experience again. But um, Game Boy Advance 2001 uh, for $150, and that is $194 2012 money. So a considerable upgrade in price there, but you know eighty to one fifty and one hundred eleven to one ninety four. Uh, three years later, the DS came out at one hundred fifty dollar price point, which in twelve money was actually cheaper at one hundred eighty bucks. So hmm. DS cheaper than Game Boy Advance. Three um, DS comes out two thousand eleven for two hundred and forty nine dollars. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, that thing was expensive. So that's two hundred fifty four dollars today's money. Um. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much that's more expensive than your Wii. Pretty much. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, I mean, as you can see, Nintendo's done a good job of keeping the console relatively the same price as what you would, you know. Yeah. Now it's one twenty nine through two hundred, so it's in that price range 
you found for your GBAs, your close to Game Boy color pricing, yeah. and cheaper than Game Boy original pricing. Yeah, and even like you know, most of the time you can find an XL for you know hundred, hundred ninety, hundred eighty bucks. Yep, you know, very much so. How much I got mine for? So yeah, and the two DS is one twenty nine, so they're back to the 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 back to pricing that sold systems like crazy. So that's cool. Yeah. So that's been kind of the evolution of handhelds for Nintendo. The home consoles are really curious and interesting. Um, NES, SNES, N64, and GameCube all debuted for $199 at yep. whatever uh, inflation it was at that time. Yep. Now, that's, a cool, yeah. that's pretty cool. Um, NES uh, w- would have cost, in today's money, Four hundred and ten dollars due to inflation. <laughs> so now that's interesting, right there. Yeah, the original is four hundred ten, which is so you're looking at um, PS4 pricing, basically. Yeah, totally. Uh, that dropped to three hundred twenty with SNES in nineteen ninety two. So 1986 1992 difference there. So three twenty, you're looking at Wii Wii U pricing, basically. Um, similar price points to Wii U now um, for SNES. N64 uh, dropped it even more uh, in 1997 to $282 in today's money. Still $199 original. So $282, um, which is, you know, um, I guess pretty comparable more... to a Wii U. Yeah, it's a little more expensive than a Wii. Yeah. So um, then we get to GameCube. Two fifty one in today's money, so that's cheaper than a no. That's Wii pricing, pretty much. Yep. With inflation or without, it's cheaper than a Wii with inflation, I guess. Because uh-huh. the Wii two thousand six uh, debuted for two forty nine, included a game. It broke the cycle, yes. Uh, but yeah, raised the price by fifty bucks, basically, and with inflation, it's two eighty two, which is curious. Um, with inflation, it's the same price as in sixty four, pretty much. Yeah, the, the I remember when the Wii came out and that price point, I was a little surprised because I knew, looking back, Nintendo is always one ninety nine, and I thought, yeah, they broke the trend. They broke the trend, and it was interesting because the Wii wasn't any more it it definitely more powerful than a GameCube, but it wasn't it was anything a clocked like up a, GameCube. Yeah, it was a clocked up GameCube exactly. It was clocked up, but it didn't have any more graphics capabilities than the GameCube, if that makes sense. But so it was, I was surprised when it came they out. They were that milking price. the goose. I think they knew they had a hit once they saw the reaction from the press. I, I guess so. I mean, I honestly, what else could it be? I don't know. I even I kind of felt like Nintendo didn't even know they had a hit on their hands until two weeks into the Wii U's life, and they realized, holy crap, these things we can't make enough of these things. We'd even realize it. That's when I felt like Nintendo realized they had a hit on their hands. Really? Because I yeah. kind of felt like when they saw the press reaction and it went nuts. Or did it go nuts back then with the it, press? I think it went, went nuts after it came out. I think it went okay. nuts after it after it was sold out straight for a month, mm-hmm. and then it, it you know people everyone was talking about it, and then it continued to be sold out even you know two years into the lifespan of the cycle. The system it was still sold out at most places. It was ridiculous how yeah. much that system was sold out. It was crazy. Yeah, so you I really could have made think, a good eBay business out of finding Wii's and selling them. Yeah, and I, I think it really – I don't think Nintendo expected that. I think that really caught them off guard. I honestly don't think they thought they had a – I think they knew it would be popular. I think they knew it would be more popular than the GameCube. But I don't think they thought they had a hit – like a, a mad mm-hmm. hit on their hands like they ended up having. 
Well, it would be hard to be more popular than the GameCube. Just... Um, yeah, the GameCube, if anyone doesn't know, the GameCube sold about 19 million systems, which is pathetic compared to the 100 million, over 100 million <laughs> systems, the Wii. So it, the Wii sold five times more than the GameCube. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. The GameCube, oh, it's so sad when I think about it. There's only 20 million GameCubes I had a friend GameCubes that owned one, and I looked at it, it's like, what the heck is this thing? Like, Dude, GameCubes are awesome. I love mine. I bought it, I have one, and I really do enjoy it. I mean, the GameCube, I think the whole reason Nintendo did the Wii is because with the GameCube, what they did is they went hardcore, really hardcore for the first time ever. They had a system that was really capable, was more capable Mm -hmm. than the PS2. You know, they really focused on the controller and making it, you know, something that they thought pro users or pro gamers would really like. And they only sold 20 million systems. They sold the least powerful. The PS2 was the least powerful system. It sold way more than the, the GameCube. Um, and yeah, then, the Wii you know, U is back to the focus of hardcore. Yeah, they went back to the they 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 swung it back. It's it's not as focused as the GameCube on the hardcore, but they definitely swung it back a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know they it bit them in the butt when they went hardcore. So they said, yeah, what if this isn't working? Let's go the other way, and they it worked for them. Yeah. And it's it's interesting because the least powerful system the past two generations has been the most successful sales wise. <laughs> yeah, um, PS2 and then the Wii. Some might argue, you know, the system might not have been the best system. But people argue that with a Wii, but uh, yeah, it definitely yeah, sold the most over yeah. 100 million. Yeah, so that um, yeah, 250 was an interesting break for Nintendo. Interesting idea. In yeah. uh, so 50 bucks more, 299 for Wii U because you have the basic of that pricing, and now all of them are that pricing. So, um, yep, 299, which is only um, about 18 bucks more than the Wii with inflation. So that's kind of curious. Yeah, I mean, I think at three two ninety nine is a good price for the system. Everyone says Nintendo loses money on every Wii U. I don't know if Nintendo actually does lose money on they every Wii U. Said they do, but they make it up in software like once you buy a single game. Yeah, so they dropped the price fifty bucks. I wonder if it's now if you buy two games. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, what, what's but... curious? Uh, I found an answer for us here. Deluxe digital promotion is on these new Wii U's, both Wind Waker and Ooh. the regular one. So, oh, I'm totally getting it then. So, yeah, yeah if you look at the HD box art uh, images, that is mentioned on there. So, Oh, yeah. No, it's done. I'm getting it. <laughs> cool. I'm going yeah. pre-order tomorrow. Excellent. Now, do you think the Wind Waker one will be sold out in stores? Do you think it'll be a hard thing to come by? Oh, I'd like to... S- I doubt it. Yeah, I do too. Um, I, I'm curious how long they will keep this bundle available for, because like the websites say limited edition, but I don't think it'll be that limited. Yeah, as limited as limited as it's limited to the amount as we can make. I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't know how limited it'll be. It'll be limited to this holiday. After this holiday, they'll probably move on. They'll keep to Nintendo, Mario Kart bundle. Yeah, they'll keep Nintendo Land around until Mario Kart comes out, and then that'll be the big new bundle. So I think it'll be limited this holiday. I don't think limited i think they'll continue making them this holiday as much as they can now if they're doing the, the digital thing why not include a digital copy of nintendo landon and uh wario um mini games in um, these bundles so you want them to include wind waker and those other two games yeah it seems like give them wind waker as well as um those two or in just the the, the deluxe add or you know replace the disc or I don't know. It'd be nice to see more of the mini games just included on the system for free. I, yeah, I like the I, I like what Nintendo's doing with the Wii Play U. I think that's what it's called yep. this time. 
Um, That's I, so, I like how, so yeah. wrong. We play you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, we it play does. you guys. You fooled yeah, you. I, that's why I had to make sure I was saying it right. Um, so I like what they're doing there. You buy you pretty much buy a controller, you get a game. It's, I think the Wind Waker, the two ninety nine with Wind Waker, is a pretty kick butt price. So it is. I don't think they need to add that as any more incentive. For some people, they might need to add that as more incentive. But for yeah, I think going- just, you know, Nintendo Land as you know, it's thirty bucks on Amazon right now. They could they could afford to maybe throw that in as a digital copy as well. Yeah, I mean, they're still selling the two ninety nine version of the system with with Nintendo Land, right? Yeah, they are. So yeah, they they so they who still would, office. Yeah, who yeah, would buy the regular one uh, when it comes out? I don't know. You can't find know. the Wind Waker one, so you get the other one, I guess. Probably, yeah. Parents. Or you think the gamepad's ugly, so you want the regular one. Some people might think it's ugly. I don't know. I haven't seen it in person, so maybe it is ugly, but I'm going to get it. No, I, I don't was care. playing with my, my gamepad the other night. It's like, I was just imagining what the gold would look like. I was like, oh, that's going to be pretty. <laughs> I mean, if it's anything like I think Nintendo will do, I think it will look good. Do you think that gold will wear off over time? From what I'm thinking, from the way I feel my gamepad right now, I think it'll be built gloss. It'll be built in glossy to the system, the gamepad. So I don't think it will. Like it'll be plastic instead of an overlay. Yeah, I don't think it'll be an overlay. I think it'll be in the plastic. Is what I'm thinking. Okay. Which I'm, which I think is what Nintendo will do. It's September 1st. So we have 20 days until when Waker comes out. Yes, it's I so have close. 20 days to save 300 bucks if I want it. Because um, I. I it's stupid. I'm heavily considering getting this. Uh, it's not stupid. It's, it's gonna not be awesome. stupid. Okay. No. I'm heavily considering adding this to my collection of game consoles. Um, I think I might, I might bite for it. I am. So <laughs> I'm okay with having two Wii U's. You hear that, Nintendo? I'm I'm gonna own two Wii U's. Most people don't own one. I own two. I don't have two Wii U's. I'm gonna have two 3DSs. This is crazy. I'm, I'm Nintendo's best customer, I guess. Yeah, with how many games you buy for your Wii U, I'd say you are. You buy. I, like, I have a 13 or 14 attached rate right now. Yeah, that's way more than I have. That's like quadruple what I have. Some are still in the box unwrapped, I might add. Yeah, well, maybe if you took away those unboxed ones, we'd be even. <laughs> or close, maybe. Yeah, maybe. It's, it's, yeah it's, it's pretty sad, my cue, because it's like, I gotta get through Zelda first, and then, you know, I gotta play Link to the past before getting the new de- the the sequel so wait you said you were playing the zellas in order except uh the 3d zellas in order oh that's right 3d zellas never mind you got me yeah 2d zellas don't count like they're they're, they're not very linear as f- i mean they're in the timeline Whoa. <laughs> they're in the <laughs> timeline but really the the original zelda it's just fun gameplay i think after majora's mask and i know i'm view on this i think after majora's mask a link to the past is the best zelda i've heard similar things link to the past is one of the best ones out there so yep it's on the wii virtual console not wii u um hoping it makes it to the wii virtual console yeah i may just pick it up for wii and just... it's on the 3ds right 3ds virtual console no it's not it's not i thought it was the, the, the 3ds is not powerful enough to play SNES <laughs> games evidently <laughs> i remember i saw the zelda collector's edition from when i think it was right right when when waker came out which had there's a pre-order uh, bonus yeah it's pre-order bonus i got it i still have it it has both it had ocarina majora's mask it has the two original zeldas but it did not have a link to the past it was the only zelda at the time oh. it didn't come with other than handheld Zelda's, I think that was because at the time Nintendo was re-releasing a Link to the Past for Game Boy Advance, so they're you know they didn't want okay. to take away from those sales. 
But uh, yeah, that's that's a great Zelda. Don't don't be knocking two D Zeldas. I'm just saying the three D Zeldas are the ones I was focusing on playing because I figured that was going to be the easiest way to get me back into Zelda because I didn't have a good experience with two Ds as a kid. Two uh, D in general, or just two D Zelda? Two D Zeldas. I thought they were too difficult for me. They can they can be over if yeah they can be overwhelming yeah. Th- I, I mean three D Zeldas. They can the, also be overwhelming. They can also be overwhelming. The newer ones are very linear. It's really just Skyward Sword is really linear. Wind Waker is pretty. It's a lot more open than you just that so, you know take your Twilight boat out for a ride and see what happens. Yeah, you can really go on an island and just kind of hang out, fight a few enemies, and leave, and you know go somewhere else. It's it's a little bit. It's different from the newer three D Zeldas. It's good. Yeah. I'm excited to hear what you have to say about it. I'm very pumped for this Wind Waker, and I finally got the courage to fish Majora's Mask, because I'd be so angry with myself if I didn't fish Majora's Mask when Wind Waker came out. It's so worth beating. I love the cinematics at the end. I think they're all great. So, yeah, I think I'm just going to plow through it to not worry about collecting all the masks and, and do it. Um, no, if you ever play it a second time, I challenge you to get all the masks, because I think once you have them all, and it's not even getting the mask. The side quests to get the mask are so detailed. Some are just frustrating, though. It's they're, like... they're fr- yeah, some are frustrating, but they're but when you really get a hold of all of them all together and you really get this general story of how these three days really went through all these townspeople and you see how everything's <laughs> kind of connected, it's really – it's so cool. It's well, the crazy part is storytelling all, in a video game. all these masks represent someone you saved from the Skull Kid. The Skull Kid made that person's life terrible and these masks are the remnants of the terrible life that you saved. Like it's – like you had that girl that yeah that girl yeah that girl with the dad that was the mummy and that mm-hmm. scene I wanted to cry like oh my gosh yeah this is this is the darkest Zelda by far they were making Eternal Darkness at the same time I believe in the same were building they? Yeah, yeah they probably were because this this game is pretty it's not it's all about you know the end of the world it's all pretty, Eternal Darkness is originally going to be an N six yeah, Eternal Darkness was really going to be an N64 game. Really? Because it looks way better than an N64 they game. They couldn't produce what they wanted to an N64, so they waited. Yeah, that's probably why they made the GameCube. They were like, make it so we can build this game. Yeah. But um, final thing, what's your favorite mask in Majora's Mask? Oh, that's a good question. The bunny hood. Okay, fair enough. Because you can run so quick with it's it. It's my most used mask by far. Oh, it's probably my most used. Uh, I might have another favorite. Let me look them up. My favorite by far is the Gora mask where I can roll around in the fields and that's such a great motion, just the Gora mask and you're in your ball. I like the one where you do the dance, the uh I forgot the name of the mask, but you you get it towards your you get it in the area. Is that where you dance right with now? the chickens? Do you march the chickens around? No, it's a, it's not the chicken one, it's a different one. It's it's kind of Hold on, I got a list here. I got a you list. You dance of all. In, in the darkness with the girls doing the yoga thing. Hold on, it is called. Where the heck is it? It's not even on this <laughs> list. Am I going crazy? I don't know. Oh, here it is. The Camaro's mask. Now, what's allow you to do? So this allows you every night after midnight until morning. Uh, you can dance with these people. Outside of the North Clock Tower, and when you do this, I think they give you. So, oh, they teach you the Song of Healing. 
Oh, okay, gotcha. Or something, something like that. So it's. I think you need it to do certain things in the game. I think yeah, it, you need the song of Hill Inc. for sure. Yeah, so it's. I think it is integral to the game. That one, that one's cool. That one's a favorite. I do like the stone mask where you just wear like a that rock. Is so great, face. you just walk around and bypass these <laughs> garden crap. Yeah, I, I like it because you just look so stupid with it all. And then you have the undead mask where you just walk up to these undead people and just kill them, and they keep on dancing. Now is that the captain's hat? Is that the, the captain's one with like hat, yeah, sorry. yeah the the skull yeah the skeleton? I'll tell yeah. you when that happened at the fortress castle thing, I just um, once I opened up the light and used the shield to kill these guys, I, I was talking up two hundred rubies per run and went from like five hundred rubies in the bank to f- over five thousand. <laughs> I like the. Uh, I really like Zoro's mask. It's probably my favorite transforming mask, just because I love the, the swim I action think, is great. Yes, the dolphin the swim, uh, yeah, jump. It's the, it's the best swimming I've ever done in a video game. Most they should make just sucked, I mean, it'd be awesome. great if Nintendo just made games around the Gora and the Zora as like a game. Like you're a Gora or you're, you're a Zora. Like that's such a great motion and experience. That I want I more agree. of it. I'd be down for it. Yeah, I, I love the Zora swim, swimming through the rings game. That was fun. Yeah, that is fun. I need to play Majora's Mask, and they better come out with a 3DS version. If they do, I'm, I, so my prediction here, prediction before Nintendo announces anything, Majora's <laughs> Mask uh, on 3DS, uh, winter of 2014, the Wii U game, the new original Zelda game, 2015 winter. It's my prediction. I think I think you're right. I think those years are right. I think Majora's Mask might come out in the summer next year. That's a good possibility. Because I think they want to keep the Zelda... In people's minds, and that's a good way to do it. Yeah, that makes sense. Spread out a little bit more. You might be right on that one. Because there's no way they're going to come out. And this year was crazy. There's no way they're going to do Wind Waker and Majora in the same year. That's no, too much. No, Majora is not much. a question for the rest of the year. They've showed their cars for the rest of the year. Yeah, so I think yeah, so I think that's their plan. Uh, might be a year behind. It could be you know 2015 and 2016. I wouldn't want that to happen, but maybe that's what they do. Mm, I think they're going to make. I, I can only imagine how epic this new Zelda is going to be. But yeah, so. they uh, yeah they have the Majora's Mask soundtrack coming out for a reward. So perhaps they're kind of getting people ready for this. Cool. We'll anyways, uh, anyways, that is show for the day. Sorry for the, the length tonight. <laughs> um, do you have work tomorrow? Out of curiosity, with Labor Day, or is your? Uh... I work tomorrow. I do. Oh, you do. Okay, so uh... no biggie though. Okay, uh, where can people find you in the meantime, John? People can find me on Twitter and Meverse. My handle for both those is John Wesley A, J O H N W S L E Y A. Um, you can also find me on YouTube. My channel is John's Nintendo Cart. I just put up a new video yesterday, so check that out. Very cool. I am T C H A T E N on the interwebs, including YouTube, Twitter, Meverse, Instagram, and um, YouTube will soon have the new beta show, and I'll be doing the audio version as well in this podcast feed so if you want to watch the video um that'll be kind of our beta upload and you'll be able to see what that's like so um, <laughs> i guess i'll have to put a shirt on next time yes and, and you know <laughs> shirts and uh, and pants and all that good stuff oh uh, yeah just kidding yeah but yeah i did i did do nice uh i cleaned up my background a bit so i'm facing yeah, all so, my collectibles yeah i'm psyched about this video i'm I, I need to set up my game room in my game room office, which I'll be moving my iMac into. So once that's done, we'll be able to get that rolling. Very cool. Uh, thank you guys for listening to this week's show, and we'll be back next week. Bye-bye. Soft kitty, warm kitty, little ball of fur. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up what, here, Mark. What, what's going on, Kevin?
you're singing the song Soft Kitty. That That's only for when somebody's sick and not feeling well. Oh, but I thought it'd be a great intro into the show. I mean, after all, people listening to us, they've got to be a little bit sick, don't they? That's true. We can't deny that. Especially if they want to hug a geek every week. I know. A little bit confusing. A little bit painful. I feel sorry for them. <laughs> but you know what? If you haven't listened to Geekiest Show Ever, simply go across to iTunes and type in Geekiest Show Ever and you can listen to Kevin and me every single week. We're sick, we're twisted, but we have fun doing it. 